Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Wesley Mueller back for the second segment on Steelers Nation Radio as we continue the Steelers Blitz journey. And as we said, man, going into that final break, that we did have a new mock draft from mock the, draft. Man, the myth of the legend. The draft guru, some might call him, in terms of Mel Kuyper. <clears throat> but I think it was always appropriate, man, for us to just go back and or not go back, but go and check out who he has mocked to us. Uh, we know in his uh, first initial mock draft, he had Joey Porter Jr. coming to us at 17. So this time around, to start it out, man, I'll just read off the people that went before we went, you know, at 17. And then from okay. there, man, I'll continue on after that. All right. Mm-hmm. So we had a little bit more movement because obviously we know new information with some of these teams projecting the trade and move spots and stuff like that. So he has some moves, some trades going on to start it out with the Indianapolis Colts and the Bears making some moves up front, okay? So, <clears throat> ultimately, the Bears trade out of that first spot for the Texans. Texans, okay. he has drafting Bryce Young, quarterback okay. out of Alabama, number one overall. At number two, he has the Indianapolis Colts. They're picking right here because of that whole Chicago Bears trade. C.J. Stroud goes uh, to the Colts, quarterback out of Ohio State. Then at number three, the Arizona Cardinals select Will Anderson. Okay. He rush out of Bama. Number four, this is where the Bears traded down to. Right. Jalen Carter, D okay. tackle out of Georgia. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy, for di- maybe for different reasons was the, uh, was the story of the yeah. combine. Yeah. Craziness, craziness. I said, my man left, came back. I said, oh, well, you the man. You the man. Hey, Ooh. facing the music. Yeah. Hey, respect that part at least. Yeah. All yeah. right. Then after that, man, he has another trade taking place, man, between the Panthers and the Seahawks. So Carolina Panthers are picking at five, and they're going with Will Levis, the quarterback okay. out of Kentucky. Then at six, Detroit Lions, they're going to be picking Christian Gonzalez, corner out okay. of Oregon. Okay. At seven, the Vegas Raiders were taking Devin Witherspoon, cornerback out of Illinois. Okay. Go Illini. <laughs> <laughs> the Falcons. Picking at eight, went with Will McDonald, the fourth, DN out of Iowa State. Okay. At number nine, <clears throat> this is where the Panthers and Seahawks uh, traded. Right. He has Anthony Richardson, the quarterback out of Florida, 
going to uh, to the Seahawks at nine. Shout out to the Seahawks too, man. They just gave Geno a back ton up. of money, man. Yeah, back up Geno for a couple of yeah, years. Shout, yeah, shout, shout out to Geno, man, because they wrote Geno off, but he still ain't writing back yet. He wrote that. He cast that check though. I tell he you what, he cashing cash check. checks. He, he, I, I bet he write that check back. I bet he write his name on the check. Bet he hey, does. 50, <laughs> hey, fifty-two million for a year's work, not bad, yeah. huh? Yeah, come on now, come on, man. Shout out to Geno though. All right, at number ten. The Philadelphia Eagles are picking here, and he has Peter Skaronsky, the tackle out of Northwestern. Big fan. Then mm-hmm. we got a little run on the tackles at number 11. The Tennessee Titans are going with Paris Johnson Jr. Okay. At 12, the Texans went with Tyree Wilson, and they have this pick because of the whole move for uh, the Browns with the Deshaun. Browns first round pick. Yep. Yep. So they're taking uh, Tyree Wilson, DN out of Texas Tech. At 13, the New York Jets. Take Anton Harrison, okay. tackle out of Oklahoma. Okay, definitely like his game at fourteen. Mm-hmm. The Patriots going with Jackson Smith and Jigba, wide receiver out of the Ohio State. The mm-hmm. at uh, number fifteen, we're getting Green close Bay here. Packers, oh, they're getting close, getting real close. Green Bay Packers take Michael Mayer. Tight out of Notre Dame. Okay. Tell me you're a Green Bay Packer pit player without telling Green Bay Packers players. It's like perfect. Lying. It's a match you're, made in heaven, and those two go together. It just, it, it just certain things go to like peanut butter and jelly. Michael Mayer to the Packers. This makes sense. At sixteen for the Commanders, they went with Darnell Wright, offensive tackle out of Tennessee. Ooh, listen, I like him a lot. That's a little rich for my blood at sixteen, uh-huh. but okay, okay. Then at number seventeen, he has your Pittsburgh Steelers selecting. Drum roll, please. Grrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrr
That's a That's three first-round tight ends. That's a big but, number. But wait, there's more. At 29, the New Orleans Saints, Darnell Washington, the tight end out of Georgia. Four Let's in the first go. round. We got four tight ends, man. Tight ends, new quarterback, baby. Let's ride. All right. Then at number 30, the Philadelphia Eagles spin the block, and they get Wes really happy. They take the pit product, Kalaja Kansi. Oh, oh. That'd be a we, perfect we got, landing, we got, perfect got the pit, spot for him. Got the pit to Philly. Oh man, yeah, you can't go wrong with that. West I don't know if he. I don't know if he lasts. I don't know if he lasts. I don't know if he lasts that long. But that would be a dynamite pick for the Eagles. No, and without for a doubt, without yeah. a doubt. And then the final pick of the first round, because we know at thirty-two that is us, since the Dolphins are no longer picking in that first round. All right, but at thirty-one overall, they went Broderick Jones, okay. the tackle out of Georgia. So. Mm-hmm. As we said, man, we heard some of the names that were still remaining on the board after we selected some of the guys that were uh, that went ahead of us. But the write-up in terms of why Mel Kuyper said Joey Porter Jr., he says, I'm sticking with this pair. I'm sticking with this pairing from January. With Porter projected to the team that drafted his father in the third round in 1999. Even if free agent Cam Sutton returns, the Steelers could use a corner. With the six foot two Porter next on my board, he didn't allow a single touchdown in coverage last season. And quarterbacks averaged just 3.7 yards per attempt when he was the nearest defender in coverage. Mm-hmm. While I would like to see him come down with more interceptions, he had one in 30 career in 30 college starts. He broke up 11 passes last season. So the ball skills are there. Pittsburgh is another team that likely will be hoping one of the top offensive linemen drop here or one of the top offensive tackles drop here. So, yeah, man, what were your thoughts, man, in terms of him spinning the block and remarking JPJ to us? So I'll tell you this right now. I was taking notes as you rattled through those first 16 picks. Um, I know you saw me here writing to paint the picture for those at home that aren't, uh, you know, fortunate enough to see our beautiful mugs as we record Mm -hmm. this show. That's that's almost as perfect of a scenario as you can get for the Steelers there in those first 16 picks that, that you just laid out from, from Mel Kuyper's mock here. And I'll explain to you why four quarterbacks go in the top 16 there. That's great. You're not picking one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and that feels realistic. Like Hendon hooker, I think could have a late charge into this conversation, but realistically you could have four quarterbacks go off the board in the top 16 picks. That's perfect. You're not, you're not taking, you're not taking a quarterback in this draft. That's four, that's four guys that you weren't going to take anyways that, that are off the board. That's brilliant. A third of the picks before you go to a position that you have no consideration. That's, that's great. That's pushing further things down the board mm-hmm. for you. And then as well, two, four offensive tackles and two defensive backs, right? So of those 16 picks, four are in a position of quarterback that you're not even considering remotely. And only six are at the position groups that you value most, right? Because even like guys like Will Anderson, one, you're never going to get him in the first place. And two, you're probably not going to take an edge rusher in the first round. Someone like Jalen Carter. Yeah, if he's there at 17, you run to the podium unless something changes here in this investigation and everything. Um, but he's not going to be there at 17. So realistically, to have four tackles off the board, to have two corners off the board, I think is about as best as you could hope for. I think there's a chance that Darnell Wright's still going to be there at, at 17, but I mean, Gonzalez and Witherspoon go off the board. You figured that that was going to be the case, right? Big, big scronk, as I think we'll mm-hmm. call, come, call him in, in coming days from, from Northwestern, uh, Paris Johnson, Harrison, and, uh, and, and Darnell Wright. I mean, really, in those top 16 picks, only six of those, I think, were guys that you would have considered, basically, is where I'm going with this. Yeah. 
that falls nicely for you because there's going to be a lot of options. You'll, you'll have a choice of someone like a Joey Porter Jr. You'll have a choice uh, at a high-end wide receiver if that's somewhere where you want it to go. The linebackers still all on the board there. A lot of really good defensive linemen still all on the board there. Um, that, to me, Motsi, is about as ideal as you can hope. Again, if you want to go super idealistic, one of those tackles ends up falling, right? And then you have the option of Joey Porter Jr. or maybe a, a one of those one of those tackles. Right, but right. to me, the more the more quarterbacks, the more tight ends, the more wide receivers, the more edge rushers go in that top sixteen. That's great for the Steelers because those are at positions where you're, you're just not going to take those guys um, with what you have. So ideally, I think that's that's about the wheelhouse where you want to be for the Steelers. And if that's the case, um, I, I would I would have a hard time seeing the Steelers trading down from 17 because, again, whether it's Joey Porter Jr., whether it's somebody else, there's going to be three or four guys there if it yeah. plays out like that that they really like. Yeah, man, you bring up some excellent points right there, and I do share a similar sentiment. It's just one of those things when you look around and you say, okay, how set in stone are we sure. with going corner versus offense alignment? Or shoot versus linebacker because we know the same conversations that we're having surrounding corner. We feel good about the pieces that are there, but we know that there are uncertainty because of the contract scenarios. Sure. Well, at the same time, when we look at inside linebacker, we know Robert Spillane is another one of those guys. Devin Bush is another one of those guys where we have some uncertainty contract wise. So I look and I'm like, okay, we went Joey Porter Jr. right here. Drew Sanders is on the board. Is he somebody we potentially look to, say, bring him in if mm -hmm. we're re-signing a Cam Sutton and we're keeping a, a Kello Witherspoon along with the William Jackson on a sure. maybe a, a re, you know, restructured or, or revisited type contract? If that's the case, do we potentially go linebacker right here at 17? Or is it a scenario where we're looking and instead of allowing a Broderick Jones to go at 32 or 31 in this mock, do we consider him a little bit early in this thing as well, sure. just based on the other tackles that were already selected? I mean, we had, what, four guys go. Four guys in the top the 16. Yeah. In terms of Darnell Wright, Anton Harrison, Paris Johnson Jr., and Peter Skronsky, or as like you call him, Skronk. 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 I mean, he's got he's got to be good to live up to that nickname. But if he's if he's if he's good, yeah. we got to call him Skronk, right? I mean, yeah, that's just fair enough. That's I mean, just that. appropriate. But, no, you're 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 absolutely right, and you know what, too, like let's. There was so so Gonzalez and Witherspoon both went in the top ten there, right? Mm -hmm. in, in that mock, and then there was another corner picked until seventeen. Make no mistake yeah. about it. If if there's a if there's a corner desperate team and it's pick fourteen, it's pick mm -hmm. fifteen, and those and Gonzalez and Witherspoon are off the board, and and Joey Porter's their clear kind. Of, someone could hop in front of the Steelers at seventeen too. We've yeah. seen that. I mean, that you mentioned William Jackson there. That just happened, you know, not too long ago, right? Where the the Bengals leapfrog the Steelers, they take William Jackson. The Steelers end up taking Artie Burns. So there's a lot of considerations to this, absolutely. But I think, again, to me, it gets back to the more quarterbacks, the more tight ends, the more wide receivers, edge. Like you want options at 17. What you what you don't want is for your the top five tackles are gone, the top three or four corners are gone, and you feel like we got to trade down here, right? Because where's the value? Like the, the best player available might be a wide receiver and you're not in love with that. The best player available might be a linebacker and you know, you need one. You just don't want to take one there. It's 17. Um, it, it's interesting. It really is. But I think the best, the best case scenario is, is one that gives you options. Now, how do you go about getting that? 
Could the Steelers be interested in trading up from 17? Just a few, like not into the top 10 mm-hmm. or anything, but to 14 or 15 to nab somebody. And that's that was something that Omar Khan did say he was going to be sure open did. to. He said he sure all did. options were on the table, whether it was free agency or moving up in the draft or even moving back in the draft. I mean, we are in a good space where we do have flexibility along with a certain level of draft capital that we can go up or go Agreed. back. Agreed. Yeah. And that's where, that's where again, that's one of those things that free agency will be a little bit of an indicator in that regard. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, right, if the Steelers go out and sign Tremaine Edmonds in free agency, we're, we're not talking, no, about, we're taking, not taking, a we're not talking about taking a linebacker at 17 or 32 <laughs> anymore. Right? You, we're no not. I can assure no you, we're good. No chance. We're good. That's off the board. All right, we're good. We're good. So, you know, so it's, it's funny how those things work, right? But, like, that's that's the reality of the situation. We'll get a little bit more of a blueprint. Now, it's not set in stone because this time about a year ago when the Steelers signed Mitch Trubisky, right, where we all thought, well, there goes quarterback. You know, they're not going to take mm-hmm. a quarterback in the first round now. There goes Malik Willis because I don't think any of us thought Kenny Pickett would last that long at the same time, too. Mm-hmm. You never know how these things are going to play out, but you can start to get guidelines. And free agency is – is that first one? They they go out and they they sign Edmonds, you know, somebody like that. Um, mm-hmm. That obviously is going to bump that that position group way down the board, um, and we will start to to get some of that indicator here next week. I mean, right around the corner. Yeah, yeah, next Wednesday, man, fifteenth. Uh, oh, you know what that you know what that means, Moses? That means tomorrow, uh, March eighth, starts the Uh-oh. legal tampering period. Are we legally tampering? Or are we tampering legally. illegally? Legally. Legally tampering. So, tampering, so I got to wait till tomorrow right. to tamper. I can't tamper today. Is telling me? All it's, right, no right. tampering not, today. And not at eleven fifty. I don't want you sending any emails to any agents at eleven fifty nine tonight. All right, I you wait, wait till, till midnight. You wait till twelve. Wait till 12. Right? You wait till twelve, 12 one if you want to be twelve. Safe. I can slide in the DM. Right, it's legal. Is that, then. Hold on, I can tamper is, then. Is that one of those oxymorons though? Legal tampering. Like, isn't tampering by definition illegal? <laughs> no, because you're just doing it a little bit. It's just, it's just, you know, just it's like, hey. I'm sitting on a fella. Uh, How you doing? It's, How you it's doing? like it's like you've got a you've got a little concussion. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're not all the way concussed. You just slightly you're just, some mild. You're just a little. Concussion. You're just a little. Smile. It's, it's mild. Sometimes you could be a little pregnant. It's like I ain't all the way knocked up. I'm just kind of like at the beginning of it. I'm still figuring it out. Am I, how pregnant am I? You know? I, always, I always thought that, that was funny. Legal tampering. Well, by definition, yeah. isn't that an oxymoron? Like, isn't tampering like, illegal? Why, why do I, if it's legal, I don't need to tamper. I can just talk. It should be, like, just, it should yeah. be like legal legal courting. You're going to court you know? these yeah. defensive backs over the next yeah. week before you can officially ask them on a date. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, no, that's that works though, man. That's why this, like these, these next couple of weeks too, like there's a lot of smoke and mirrors. There, there's a lot of smoke and mirrors, but finally some of that will start to to dissipate a little bit yeah. where you see where teams attack, you know, starting next week in free agency. Um, and maybe that kind of gives an indicator too to where they think the value is in the draft class as well. If the Steelers um, bring back – if they go out and bring Cam uh, Sutton back and then make a blockbuster trade for Jalen Ramsey, I think we all they would know to, they ain't going they're not Jordan. touching any of these corners. <laughs> Correct. Correct. If they go out and they bring in a they bring in yeah. an Edmonds, right, or one of these yeah. bigger names, because there are there's some really nice free they agent are, linebackers man. in this class. Yeah, you can take that off the board at 17 and probably at 32 as yeah. well. Um, so we're going to know those things here shortly. Um, if the Steelers don't. If they don't re-sign Ogan Joby, if they don't bring anybody in on the defensive line, hey, all of a sudden maybe that becomes a much more, you know, who do you like there at 17? Maybe one of those Clemson guys, maybe somebody that we haven't discussed as much. Um, but for now, it really, I mean, it, it feels like the 
idealistic scenario is you're sitting there at 17 and one of these defensive backs or one of these tackles that you really like is, is sitting there available. And then you just kind of, you put all the phones on mute, right? And, and you say, hey, call mm-hmm. us back at 32 if you're interested tomorrow. But we got our guy here at 17. Yeah, because that's going to be the interesting part, too. Um, Obviously, we know that the mock draft places Joey Porter Jr. to us. We feel as members of the media, fans of the team, the connection between, you know, his father, Joey Porter Sr., you feel like it's just a natural connection. <laughs> but I Sorry, but I, I did want to ask you, though, man, before we uh, get ready to transition out of this thing, Joey Porter Jr. was up there at 17, but we still had Emmanuel Forbes, the corner out of yeah. Mississippi State, available, mm-hmm. along with uh, Deontay Banks, the cornerback out of Maryland. Both went in the first round, according to this mock draft, but they you know, went a couple of picks after Joey Porter Jr. Is he the one that you would have taken with those other names remaining, just specifically of the corners? Because like we said, Gonzalez and Witherspoon were already gone. Hmm. <laughs> I think so. I I think I'm, I'm like I'm not gonna lie to you. Witherspoon is the guy. So Witherspoon is the guy I really like in this class, right? Mm. If you're telling me, and again, I know th- this isn't gonna happen. There's no chance a- unless he ends up getting charged with something here in the next couple of weeks. Like, there's no chance he's he's lasting till pick 17. Um, Witherspoon is the guy that that I would covet in terms of the defensive backs in this class. I don't think he's. You know, I don't think he's – he's obviously – like, he's not quite Sauce Gardner or Patrick Sertain coming out of the yeah. draft. But I, I think, you know, without having to draft a guy in the top five, in the top seven, like, he is that guy to me. But I I will say, I think Joey Porter Jr. is my – say. it's either him or Gonzalez. I It's easy to fall in love <laughs> with Gonzalez after this week because he tested yeah. so well. But I, I, I try to be careful to wait – how we felt about these guys coming in, what we see from them on the field for a few hours, yeah. you know what I mean? And then going forward. Um, remind me too, was uh, the the safety slash nickelback from Alabama, I believe Brian Burns Branch. Brian, Brian Branch. Yeah, Brian yeah. Branch. Was was he picked in the first in that first round mock or no? Uh, let me see real quick. Because I like Brian Branch as well him. too. Honestly, oh, yeah, that's yeah. like that's like the little honey badger, little Minka two point type. He's vibe. he's he's to me a guy that mm-hmm. maybe that seventeen might be a little too rich, but at thirty two would would be a real nice fix. Yeah. I think you could bump him down and he'd be an excellent slot corner. I do not see him. Okay, so again, first, seven, so he could be at thirty two. Seventeen is a is a little too rich for my blood. I, like again, yeah. I, I like Darnell Wright to tackle out of Tennessee a lot. I saw him play mm. high school football. He grew up in West Virginia, not far from Jeez. my fam. But yeah, he's a Huntington, West Virginia guy, <laughs> not go. far from where a lot of my family lives. So I actually saw him play. Twice the Huntington in high school. man, home of the fighting <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the fighting herd. That's right, yeah. them thund them thundering herds, them, down them there. the thunderings. Yeah. Um, who are who are now conference foes with your JMU Dukes, right? Yeah, they are. They are Sun, Sun, Sun Belt rivals. Victims more so than anything. That's right. That's right. Um, But Darnell White was a was a West Virginia kid for whatever reason. Dana Holgerson had no interest in recruiting him, and he only ended up going to Tennessee, an SEC school, right? Not like he could play football at all. Started there for like three years. Um, I like Darnell Wright a lot, but 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 he's kind of another one of those like seventeen might be a little too rich for my blood. If he's there at thirty two, I run to the podium. Um, But I, it's it's speculation season, Motsi. It really is, and it's. It's funny. I love doing this. Well, By the time the draft rolls around in April, I'll be sick of doing this. But right now, well, I love and, doing and the thing this. too that I always wonder is this, right? So yes, you say Darnell right at seventeen might be too rich for you, and I agree. But if three tackles have already went, 
and say, and say three say three corners are gone too, right? Like Joey Porter Jr. is off the board too. You see what I'm saying? I'm like, how much longer are you waiting? Waiting potentially on him to you yeah. know is he going to be there 32? Otherwise, you get caught with all these draft picks but no players. Yeah, right. And all of a sudden he goes at 24, or 27, uh-huh. or something like that, and then he's not there at 32, and then maybe all the corners you don't want. Yeah. Listen, this is why Omar Khan and company get get paid the big bucks, right? This is mm-hmm. why we all know who Andy Weidel is, and we've all been talking about him at nauseum over the last couple of weeks, is because this is their time to shine. And um, that's that's always the biggest – like, if I could know anything throughout this draft process, it's always – I would love to just know what the Steelers' big board is. Yeah. Where's, Darnell, where's Darnell Wright on their big board? Where's Joey Porter yeah. Jr. on their big board, right? And how does that align with pick 17? Because if you've got Joey Porter Jr. as – the ninth or 10th or 11th best prospect in this draft. And he's available there at 17. It's a no brainer, right? I mean, it's, yeah. it's an absolute no brainer, but if you've got Darnell Wright at 24, 27, right. and he's there at 17, maybe you start mm-hmm. to feel like you're reaching a little bit. That's always the, the great unknown is we can, yeah. we know Mel Kuyper and these guys are dialed in. They have sources. They, you know, it's like, it's funny, right? Right before the combine, Mel Kuyper in his mock before this one had Kalaja Kansi going 10th overall. Mm-hmm. And everyone he took was the like, biggest fall in this thing. Everyone was like, wait a second, how's that work? Da, 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 da. But then Kalaja Kansi goes to the combine and lights it up. Mm-hmm. And lights it, and it's like, okay, maybe Mel Kuyper was on to something there. Maybe he knew that this guy was going to gonna kill it. And now he's yeah. got him at 30, which is maybe a little more realistic. But yeah. he puts him at 10 because he knows he's about to have a huge week and it's all mm-hmm. like a reputation, I told you so type thing. Right? Absolutely. There's a lot that these guys are connected. Like, make no mistake about it. The Mel Kuypers, the Todd McShay, the Dane Brugers, the uh, Ryan mm-hmm. Wilson from, from CBS. They've got coaches and GMs that they're talking. Like, they're not just throwing darts at a wall no, and coming up with these picks. But, again, a lot of smoke and mirrors. Maybe all these GMs are telling uh, – you know, maybe all these GMs who are picking in the late 20s are, are telling Mel Kuyper how much – um, or maybe all these GMs that are picking early on are telling, you know, I, I don't really love Kalaja Kansi, you know, because they cause they want him to still mm-hmm. be there on the board, however it may work. A uh, lot of smoke and mirrors, but there is certainly guidelines there too with, yeah. again, these guys that are that are tapped in and have legit sources. Now, without a doubt, that is definitely why they get paid what they get paid, but they the also work like crazy people around the clock Ooh. to keep with all these names and providing us with this content. So salute each and every salute. one of them. But no, man, that is interesting. Very interesting, though, man, in terms of, like I said, just the mock draft, man. And it is definitely that season for us. So we'll continue to, you know, have these type of conversations as we progress through this thing. And we are going to get ready to take our final break. And when we come back, we hinted about it. You even name dropped a couple. We got to talk some of these free agent inside linebackers to see if we're going to tap in with one of those guys. Instead of drafting somebody, you already know, don't touch that. Dallas aren't the most Wesley Euler on Steelers Nation Radio. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I think my battery's dead. With free battery testing and charging, we can help you get back on the road. Get in zone, so what if I need a new one? We have the right Duralast battery for you, only at AutoZone. And what about my old battery? We can recycle it right here at America's number one battery destination. Get in zone, auto zone. Restrictions apply. 
Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.